Hey everyone, welcome to the Lead Tough, Not Loud podcast, where we help leaders focus on the important things, not just the loud things. This is a kicking off our new season, season two of the Lead Tough, Not Loud podcast, and really excited to kind of introduce a new format. Um, this is going to be more of a conversation style rather than just me talking. Um, and I've got actually a co-host. I'm really excited for you guys to meet Adam. Hey, Adam. Hey there. Um, he's going to be co-hosting with me. And Adam, I'd love for you to just introduce yourself to everybody listening right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm. my name is Adam Pavis. And uh, I have uh, been kind of producing Lead Tough, Not Loud podcasts in the background um, for a pretty good amount of time in the past. Um, also working through like the graphics and a lot of that stuff. So um, that's my that's my career is um, kind of media design, graphic design, uh, specifically brand design. So yep. not just cultivating like a logo for a company or a or an organization or anything like that, but specifically building like the look and feel, and then um, all kind of the visual cues that go with that uh, brand aspect. So super excited though to be be on this end. Be, co-hosting with you. Yeah. And super talented. You're really talented in that area and done a lot for lead tough. Um, this whole concept and what we've been trying to build with the lead tough, not loud brand over the last few years here. And, uh, been real instrumental in that. Um, not only like kind of what you said behind the scenes stuff, but, um, but even talking some things through. And so a lot of conversations that we have have a lot to do with leadership and yeah. character and, um, and yeah, I'd love, I just love the fact that now we get to co-host this together and excited about the conversational format mm. kind of going forward. And so, um, hopefully this is kind of better for, for listeners and really as we dive into some of the conversations, some of the topics we're going to cover. So, yeah. and specifically this season, this new season, we're going to, um, kind of going forward, really cover eight areas of focus and everything we talk about is going to fall under these eight areas of focus that really kind of encompass the whole lead tough, not loud, um, concept. And so we're going to kick it off. Um, just today's episode, we're going to kind of do a broad sweep of those eight areas of focus that really, um, kind of, we believe that lead tough leadership really kind of falls under, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. So no, I think, um, I'm super excited. I remember I was reading through kind of the notes when you sent it over and I was, um, the, the refresh and everything, I'm really excited to, to dive into that, but let's just, let's rewind really quick. So last season you talked a lot about, um, leading tough versus leading tout loud. Can you just recap really quick what the difference is between uh, tough leadership and loud leadership? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, the first thing I would say is if you want a little bit to dive a little bit more into the definition of those two and kind of the difference between the two, anybody listening can go back and listen to last season um, in the five episodes there that we kind of covered that and really dove into mm -hmm. um, those concepts. But just to kind of recap us, make sure we're all on the same page. Um, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to read kind of some definitions that we kind of written, wrote and that are on the website. Um, but tough leadership is a focus on the most important factors of individual growth and organizational culture that will have the greatest impact on success and longevity. Mm, yeah. The thing is that a lot of these factors aren't typical and aren't considered, you know, the most important by the vast majority of leaders or even organizations out there. Um, but they're, if you can focus on those things, it's going to create 
amazing success and longevity for you personally and for whatever organization you're leading in. As opposed, so that's tough leadership. As opposed to loud leadership, which is really a shallow approach to directing people, a team, or an organization that relies too heavily on the volume of charisma from a person or people. Um, and typically loud leaders really give attention and focus to what's loudest, not what's most important. And so really a lot of what tough leadership and loud leadership is and the difference between those two is recognizing what's important and what's just loud. Um, sometimes what's loudest isn't necessarily what's most important mm. for us to work on. And so if we can recognize those work on what's most important, we're heading down a good path. So, so break down just really quick. Cause I remember this kind of being a concept that I was trying to wrap my head around originally with, uh, with everything with lead tough and, uh, leading tough versus leading loud kind of, kind of just like super fast explanation. What, what is, what kind of charisma are you talking about when it comes to tough leadership or um, I'm sorry that when it comes to loud leadership that leaders will generally kind of lean into, or even organizations will kind of, um, they'll kind of pick that out and kind of, you know, move that up the line faster or see that as like better leadership. What, yeah. what, what would you be looking for? What would that kind of entail? That's a good question. So, um, when we talk about charisma, charisma is not necessarily a bad thing. Um, it, you know, somebody who has charisma, you know, really can use that charisma to benefit their leadership. And I think it's, it really can be a good thing. And I think, um, you know, there's a lot of times where somebody who's really good, whether they're a good speaker or kind of a good motivator or just have this way with people or groups of people, um, that can be a huge benefit and a huge plus. And I think, so charisma in and of itself, excuse me, isn't necessarily a bad thing. What happens though, is when leaders, of organizations or teams or groups of people rely too heavily on the volume of charisma. So the amount of charisma that that really is what becomes their focus of thinking that they're leading well or leading good because uh. they're just counting on that. And what happens then is it becomes like the definition set definition said, it's a shallow approach because you're just relying on that, not necessarily on deeper conversations or having, you know, a focus on things that are more important than just kind of speaking or talking to people and trying to motivate them. And so Got it. that's, that's really what we mean by that. Um, so charisma in of itself isn't a bad thing, but if you rely too heavily on it, um, it can become something that, you know, is not, not, not that great. Okay. So, well, um, I think, yeah, I think that's, because like I said before, I remember that kind of being initially a thing. And that and that is that's something that's like, you know, when you're looking for employees or bringing people in, whatever, you you want people who have charisma. You want them to be someone that other people can latch onto and be excited about. Like they're an extension. You know, my world, just the employees and the people are extensions of the brand, just like any visual aspects that would be created. Absolutely. So you'd want them to have that. But then finding that balancing point between, you know, um, or even, I guess, just kind of being aware, looking for those, you know, those certain red flags, yeah. kind of that, yeah. those aspects of, of leadership, good leadership, things like that. So you've kind of figured out or have developed a way with Lead Tough to um, kind of boil that down to like, you know, eight key areas of focus for leadership um, there. And there you've kind of broken them into two separate categories, mm -hmm. kind of like a first four and a second four type of thing. Can you let, let's go through, let's talk through. Okay. Kind of those. Yeah. Yeah. So 
there's eight areas of focus that I feel like are really important. This is kind of what I've just, I've seen, I've observed, I've kind of recognized when it comes to leadership and it comes to people leading organizations or teams or, or groups of people. But, and like you said, they're in two different categories. And so the first category really is what, what good leaders really focus on when it comes to their organizations and really what's what I believe is most important. And there's actually, you know, even from research and study and a lot of things that are written about organizational leadership. And, um, these are familiar in a lot of those, um, in a lot of those, those things that have been written and stuff too, as well. But that first area really has to do with your organization or your business or, or kind of your team. And so the first thing, the first area of focus within that is your culture. Um, and leaders who build a constant culture of trust will find themselves with a growing and healthy team. Mm -hmm. And so really one of the most important things leaders do is to build a good culture within their organization and team. And so, um, so that's, that's kind of the first thing. The second thing is engagement. Um, the ability to keep a team engaged, not only in what you're doing as an organization, but even why your organization exists. Mm, um, wow. If you can, if you can do that and keep people engaged in kind of your overall purpose and mission, that's a really underrated leadership quality that I feel like is is a huge piece and and deserves some attention in terms of our leadership. So, um, the third area um, is value, and the value that you offer as an organization goes beyond just whatever products or services that you're providing people. And when you can discover that value and how deep it goes, um, that will continue to help drive your organization forward. And so good leaders understand that value, they recognize it, and they, and they, they lean on it and they develop it. And the last area, um, or the fourth area in this side of um, kind of tough leadership is longevity. So making decisions that create sustainability for organization um, is one of the most important things that leaders can do. And so when it comes to your organization, when it comes to your business, when it comes to the team you're leading, whatever your role is, if you can focus on developing these four things within that, within your people, within your organization, within your team, then that's a great focus for, for good leadership. And so, and tough leadership um, understands how to do that how mm -hmm. to make those things important and, and kind of drive those things forward. So, so that's kind of the first area uh, when it comes to your organization. The second though and one flows into the other, but the second is really more on a personal level. So four areas of focus personally for leadership that really kind of then helps you become an organizational leader and a better organizational leader. And these four areas of focus that I've really kind of recognized and, and I've kind of seen in people, the first one is integrity. Um, and I know a lot of people talk about that, you know, it's like, you know, you ask somebody what's some of your core values and integrity usually is, is kind of top on the list. Yep. Integrity is one of those things that, um, I don't think a lot of people understand really what integrity is. Um, you can say it, we kind of all think we know it, you know, it's like, oh yeah, integrity, that's good. Wait, what is integrity? Yeah. And so, yep. but we're, we're going to talk about it, dive into it, but it's something on a personal level that if leaders can really have a life of integrity and have a leadership of integrity, um, that's, that's a key thing. And basically, you know, one of the main things that I see here when it comes to integrity is, you know, really this idea, if you can not make empty promises, a lot of times leaders, loud leadership, shallow leadership just makes empty promises to their team or to their people. 
And then when they do that, they end up breaking trust because they can't follow through on those promises or they make a promise and they were never, they never intended to even fulfill that promise. Yeah. They just did it to either get the voice, you know, away or to get the person off their back or whatever it is. But that's, that's a really interesting, I mean, just, just what you just talked about right there with integrity and when it comes to, um, leadership and making promises, I feel like that's just that alone is will alter the entire decision-making process. Just, just honing in on that one idea and kind of yeah. making that a core, not even necessarily a core value, but a core thought process with you as a leader. And then as your leadership teams grow with them as well, yeah. um, seeing that a lot with, with organizations, especially when it comes to, you know, um, building brands and building consistency. There's a lot of, you know, I'm, I'm asking people that constantly, do you, do you want to do this? If you do this, do you want this to last a long time? And then are you ready to, to follow through on that? Are you ready to continue mm -hmm. like upholding this, keeping it going, moving it forward, like putting in the work on that side? Like it would produce such a long, a lot longer, but a lot healthier thought process. Yeah. If you started making this thought of, and this idea around integrity, that, yeah. that core piece. Well, and like a lot of people would think the answer to that is, well, then just, you know, make, make good on your promises. And you think, well, yeah, that, yeah. you know, sure. My, my pr kind of principle the thing I've noticed is just don't make promises to begin with. Just don't, there's no reason to make promises. Yeah. Just let your yes be yes, your no be no. And we'll talk about this more, uh, you know, in, in future episodes, but there's no reason to make a promise, mm -hmm. you know, to people just build trust by people understanding and coming to realize over consistency. Hey, if he says yes, he means yes. If he says no, he means no. Okay. I can trust that. But, but that's the first area when it comes to kind of personal leadership, um, in order to become kind of a better leader and a tough leader. And then you focus on personally. Um, the second one is perseverance. And what we mean here by perseverance is really to develop the grit as a leader that's necessary, not only to keep moving forward, but to do what's right, even when it's hard. Mm. This is a huge, huge characteristic that um, tough leadership, you know, embodies is that can I make the right decision even when it's hard, even when it's, it might not be the most beneficial thing in the short term, but in the long term, we know it's going to be. And if I can have the perseverance and the grit to do that, to do that and make those decisions, then I'm developing myself as a leader. That's, that's really, really tough and really good. And people can, again, continue to trust in as well moving so forward. So this isn't just like wearing your Fitbit and seeing if you take the stairs. <laughs> no, like, okay. no, no, not, not just to have perseverance. Got it. Um, but yeah, so, uh, the third, third area is humility, uh, when it comes to personal leadership. Um, and really when it comes to humility, you know, again, it's one of those, those words that, you know, man, yeah, it's a great word and everybody wants to have humility, but what do we mean when we say that? Um, and really it means leading the way in vulnerability and understanding that ultimately as the leader responsibility falls on you. And if you can have that kind of attitude, that humility of knowing, Hey, the buck stops with me. You know, I have to make sure that I'm being vulnerable in that, that I understand that and that I can do what's best for my company and, or my business organization. And that's a great place to be in personally. And I think that's where humility kind of kicks in. Um, and the last one in these four personal areas of leadership, um, is wisdom. And so creating a, creating a strategy to make sound decisions that are independent of trends, emotions, and majorities. Ooh. I think this is one that I feel like when leaders can really 
figure out how to do this and have a good strategy for incorporating wisdom into their personal leadership, man, everybody benefits from that. Everybody yeah. around them benefits from that. That you're not making decisions just based on what's most popular, what the majority of people want, or even emotions that kick in for us, you know, personally. Yeah. If we can yep. kind of learn how to make decisions, not not those things we shouldn't consider those, we should consider those, but it shouldn't be based on those things. And so I think, you know, there's ways that we can do that, incorporate wisdom personally, and we'll talk about that more as we move forward. So those are kind of the eight areas of focus. Again, those first four, culture, engagement, value, longevity, have to do with the organization and what you can focus on in terms of your organization or team or people that you lead. And the last four, integrity, perseverance, humility, wisdom, are really more personal leadership. But both of them, what they flow into each other. And it's really, really important. And we're actually going to talk about the connection between those like our personal leadership and then how we're leading organizations and teams and people ultimately and how those two flow together and work together. So one of the things that I'm really excited about with kind of diving into these for the, this season is these all seem very, they seem, um, they seem normal. They seem simplistic. There isn't a lot of things in here that are like, I've never heard that term or, um, you know, what, what I would consider like custom terms, things that are like, you know, Oh, this is, this is how we lead tough does it. And so this is what we're going to dive into. Like, these seem very normal, very, um, kind of easy to, to wrap your head around on and kind of engage with the thing that I like about it is the way you're explaining these. And I'm sure we'll learn this more as we kind of dive into this. They're, they're both internal and outcome based. So you're looking for aspects of each one of these internally for yourself as a leader. And then there's huge implications with starting to utilize these yeah. different areas that you can kind of start to track and see and watch and make mile markers for yourself as to how well it's going by how well your team is engaging, how much they're valuing what you're doing, how much longevity you're seeing, you know, um, specifically with culture, it's like, you know, you're building culture and you're thinking through that. Well, what does that look like? Well, is that an internal thing? Is that an external thing? How does that work? You know, with all those. And then even the, the last four too, there's, these seem like something where you can find internal tangible results and external tangible results equally, not yeah. just, you know, I lead myself well and no one else likes me. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. And they should, that's a really good observation and that they should be measurable. And I think, mm -hmm. and they can be definitely can be, and we'll give, you know, as we talk through and, you know, we create these episodes and, and talk about these things, we'll definitely give some real tangible measurement things that, you know, leaders can incorporate and people can incorporate when it comes to all eight areas, yeah. you know, here as well too. And I'm excited to do that. So, and you're right. They aren't, they aren't necessarily new like categories and new concepts. And that's really kind of not even, you know, the purpose of lead tough, not loud is, is really to not, Hey, here's a new way to lead or here's, it's really a, a focus. It's really kind of a shift in what and focusing on what's most important yeah. because you know, you can have a good concept, you can come up with these good concepts, but if you're not going to really focus on them and decide to make them important and be intentional about making them important, then then really what's the point. And so really that's what tough leadership is. A lot of times we don't focus on those things that are most important because bottom line, they're tough. Yeah. They're tough to develop. They're hard to develop and um, it's not easy. And that's why not everybody does it. It's why it's honestly why the vast majority of leaders don't do it and don't focus and don't work on these things uh, because a lot of times what's loudest is easier. Yeah. And so that's really the point of lead tough, not loud. And so excited to dive into these areas and um, yeah, I'm really talk about it and excited to have you as a co-host so we can have 
this conversation because we have a lot we've had lots of good conversations around these areas um, and stuff too so excited you're, you're i'm excited so. i'm i'm really excited thanks thanks so much for having me and let me be a part of it all yeah excited so thanks for listening everybody we'll see you next time hey thanks for listening we know your time is valuable so we hope this episode was valuable to you for more information about lead tough not loud visit leadtough.com